studied it i bet i could do that voice but i, can't, I don't have it right sure. now start off with the guy uh from uh, die hard start off doing ellis and work your way into it the guy that was trying to make deals oh god that, that guy yeah you guys trying to make deals with the and then, so that's see, it that's the guy he's Bobby. got he's got a lilt to his voice Bobby. and it's and it's jovial um <laughs> robert evans yeah. jovial was coked out it was it was always just coming off a bender so yeah so he kind of had that 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 little Something like, like like you had that terrible drain in the back of your throat. Post nasal drip. Post nasal drip. Yeah. That that ether taste. <laughs> I wouldn't know what that tastes. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying, your, your glasses tell me otherwise. Bubby. Bubby. Don't. Bubby. Let me tell you. I was about to bust into some other some other accent that it was not Robert Evans. <laughs> hey, Bubby. Let me tell you now. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that far out. That's Scottish kind of. Scottish has been my uh, my uh, my great. defense uh, voice when people do stupid shit on the road back east. I I just stop getting angry and swearing. I just go into an angry Scottish rant, but it's like I start laughing, at it, so you know it doesn't bother me so much. What are you doing? You cannot pull over there. You can't stop in front of me like that. Is it, what are you doing? Is this you just talking to yourself yes. in the car? Yes. Well, yeah. sometimes, oh, there you go. sometimes so people in the, the car. I think I come up with these wacky voices. <laughs> Boredom. You know, yeah. it, fireball whiskey. It, it, it was really funny because you didn't lapse into the Scottish the other week when that one guy said, uh, nice tits. I did not. <laughs> I was dumbfounded. Yeah. We, we we stopped at the convenience store. First first fucking thing as I get out out of yes. the, he, he picks me up at the airport. We stop at the convenience store and as we're walking out of the convenience store, a guy says, "Nice tits." I'm like, okay. <laughs> "How do you know he was talking to you?" He was oh, looking okay. right at me. I yeah, no, no, no. He, he, he was walking right by Andy when he said oh. it. He was parked right next to us, and Andy gets in the car and he's holding his two <laughs> bottles of Diet Coke and and a and a Krispy Kreme donut, and he's like. The guy outside just said I had nice tits. <laughs> and then you enjoyed your hell? donut, didn't you? I did. I haven't had one of those in a long time. <laughs> Enjoy every donut. <laughs> it was, it, I, yeah, that was surreal. And I'm looking over at the guy. He's sitting in his truck, and he's like, uh, like Barry. He's wearing glasses, but I can tell he's looking at us. And I just started laughing. And I I think the guy was actually looking for some shit. He was barking at the wrong tree. You could say a lot of stuff. Huh? You know, yeah. It was just... You know, maybe maybe you guys have just overlooked the ob- He's wall-eyed, and he was actually talking to somebody on his no, right. No, dude, he was wearing <laughs> sunglasses. He was wearing sunglasses. At night? No, day. Yeah. No. But it's like three and two in the afternoon. The guys told me I have nice tits. Yeah. Welcome back to Vegas. (laughs) That's it. Welcome to Vegas. And welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 702. I am Master Torgo. Commander K. Vlarg. The famous fact-checked Andy. And uh, Professor Biggs. 
and we're here to talk week and geek. Oh, wow. uh, first commendations on running a decent show last week, gentlemen. Uh, certain C words aside, <laughs> I did C what words. I could, but I have shitty clay to work silicon? with. Silicon? <laughs> you know? Clay sil- is a C word and four letters <laughs> too, we, buddy. Did we say silicon last week? We oh. said silicon. Uh, we said, said Caesar. Again. Oh, yeah. Deb is out this week. Uh, she had to work. She uh, sends her regards. And, and you know, I have to bring something up regarding Deb right here. Oh. Because uh, th- those on the Discord already know that I found this. Uh, but uh, for those that aren't member of Kofi, and you should, ko-fi.com slash geekchuck, uh, I came across a Bridgerton tabletop game today. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh yeah. no. Yes. And no. this is going to be the ultimate moral quandary for Deb. Because I believe it's exclusive, Uh-oh. and I found it at Walmart. Oh, no. <laughs> so if she wants the Bridgerton game, she has you to have to go into, into Walmart. Yeah. yeah. That's a, uh, ooh, wow. There's one right over here. Yeah. It, it's on, funny you think she's going to do it herself. We, we went through yesterday. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> she's going to send me. <laughs> then I have to get that Walmart. Moral quandary. Home. What quandary? <laughs> Okay, she's she's with Barry. There is no moral quantity. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I think it's safe to say she's abandoned that she, high ground. She, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Barry, that does mean that it is only a matter of time till the Bridgerton game is on your table. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like a pa- Patreon reward right there. Three to six players. <laughs> <laughs> right, three is to the s- dancing. I bet there's dancing. Three to six players dancing. It takes place, I believe, over eight balls. Pardon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so we need four guys. Yes. <laughs> or one really remarkable guy. <laughs> well, <laughs> remarkable is one guy. word. Um, so yes, eight dances uh, where you have to match yourself up with the perfect partner. Is this mystery date? However. A scandal might unfold and just right. break everything oh, apart. Scandal. That's right. Some a, a a young man and woman who were not introduced might actually <gasps> strike up a conversation. She oh, doesn't my. have a chaperone. She doesn't have a chaperone. <laughs> oh. oh no. Oh. So that's Ugh. out there. And, oh, uh, no. Right. Let it stay out there. <laughs> Let it stay out there. Oh, you mean you didn't get it, Todd? I, I didn't. And wow. I, I, you know what? I should have. You should have. Maybe next time I go to Walmart. Pirate I'll party's pick it up. coming. It's uh, right? gift giving time. Party? It's vaguely it's Regency a... era. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it definitely has the fancy dress. Yeah. Yeah. If and this is a giant if it's happening. If it happens, it's happening. Then it's gonna be half a LARP because you can all be required to dress Bridgerton y. I don't Ugh. have a fancy ball gun anymore. I'll You're wearing a tie. That's true, I am. Yeah. But you will have to wear a, a full ball gown. Yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Can I get the one from Firefly? Can I get Kaylee's uh, 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 sure. wedding kit one? Yes. <laughs> go, go to the dollar store or the thrift store and get yeah. yourself a wedding dress. Mm, with okay. stains on. I have a, no, somebody has a wedding dress they're trying to sell. Huh, maybe. All right. Yeah. Nothing yeah. That, that bit of writ dye won't just turn it into magic. Ah. Yeah, but we're gonna LARP the the dancing parts where you and Kirsten have to dance with each other. Yeah, why me? <laughs> you know, because that's the funniest. I, I, that's the fun. No. It's, oh yeah, it is. it's Steve because Steve's so tall and Andy's Andy. Yeah, no, but, dude, but, but you'll hate it more. 
Oh. And he's a catch. <laughs> Remember, he has nice tits. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair, most Dude, of this room has nice tits. <laughs> yeah, really? Except for I, I Barry, do, chairman I, of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee. Happy to be there. Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I, I I'll have you know time. I had a salad for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's be fair. It's Barry pre-surgery. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I did take the Pre-op time to take Barry. a little explore and see. Yeah, I guess they're okay. You know? yeah, yeah. yeah. This game is not on the Walmart website. Oh, oh, fascinating. <laughs> on the other hand, yeah, we do have Bridgerton Clue. Mm. No, and Bridgerton Monopoly. Yes. No, I've seen that. Well, oh my god! Oh my god! Now, oh, Christ- oh. that's Christmas and birthday. Monopoly <laughs> and Clue are terrible. Don't buy them. They're Hang just on. they're weak. It was it was called something else. Is 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 this your card? Is that your game? Yeah, that's the game. Okay. That's the game. Okay, how What's much it is called? it? Twenty four ninety seven. Okay, so it's not going to break the bank. And you found it on the Walmart website, I yeah. assume. Okay, What's so it called? It's Bridgerton. called Bridgerton: The High Society Game. Yeah, and, oh and so apparently, when he did a search for Bridgerton, it didn't come up. <laughs> how nice many, job, Walmart. How many Q's were you using to spell it? <laughs> did you use any C's? Because <laughs> God cuts those out. <laughs> I don't. Ironically, he cuts them out. Let's oh, that oh, is ironic. Wow. Yeah. Highbrow humor, Andy. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of highbrow. No. <clears throat> is this bag for us? Yes, it is. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. I don't no way to talk about it. I don't know what's in it. I said this is like, like it feels like something you blow up. I thought maybe it was <laughs> Jeff's wife. I don't know. Um <laughs> Uh, we is don't know what's Canada? in this. This was sent to us. We know who sent it. Oh, we know who sent it. Jake sent it. Jake! Uh, he said to read this after we've opened it. It doesn't give away anything. It says, hey, fuckers. Wow, 700 on time. <laughs> or is it 699? Or is it 701.5? Nah, it was legit on time. Who I, the fuck I knows? I have a problem with that. I could have been here the next week. So I decided <laughs> to send you a little something. There seems to be four homeowners here. I decided to send you guys a little something, something that should tie the rooms together. Happy anniversary, guys. P.S. Whoops, forgot one more thing. The LED lights. Oh, I'm sure you'll figure something out for them. What the hell am I about to open? I don't know. I love. I don't know. I love that fucking with them on on the on the episode number still stings after all these oh, episodes. Oh, after all this time. Yeah. It's it's. They are- Welcome, Mets. <gasps> they look like, oh, they look like are, are those those rugs that that fuck with your head? There's a Ouija uh, one. Oh, I need the Ouija oh, one. Yeah. Ouija ones. Uh, I want the Infinity Hole. I don't know what. Okay, I knew you would. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you want that one, Todd? Because this sure looks like a. Uh oh. Oh, that's uh oh. That's an evil dead. Oh, it's all sorts of good stuff in there. Oh no, Todd. Oh, that's so. I want them both. I'm taking them both. Hold on, hold on, something else. But wait, there's more. Both. Oh, no, this is the thing that... This is the LED used. lights. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, do they go around the thing, I, I guess? Know. What do they do? Wow. Well, Andy's know. right on it. Well, I don't have a... I didn't get a rug. So. Well, you're not a homeowner. I am a homeowner. Oh, I'm that's right. Homeowner. You can't even say homeowner. <laughs> you just tried and failed. Well, you guys... The homeowner phobic language in this room is just right. The homeowner phobic. <laughs> it's all about the haves and have-nots. It's just, I, yeah. I suppose. 
That's cool. It's like a little psychedelic pattern. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. Thank you so I much, want, Jake. I want my carpet in the whole house. I want this on my stairs. <laughs> I don't think I'd put this outside. I think I'd put them like inside yeah, as you those walk are, in. Those, so, are, those are big-ass mouse pads. So now I get to decide <laughs> which one Jeff's going to get. Oh, wow. The Ouija one or the one that's all horror stuff. And neither one of them are his aesthetic. <laughs> nice. Is there a Back to the Future one? But, th- Jake... Thank you. Thank you so very much. A very, very kind gift in honor of 700. Thank you very, Thank very you, much. I'm horror one. I want to see what it looks like unfurled. Yeah. That was very nice. There's all sorts of stuff on the horror one. I see, I see uh, uh, Reagan from uh, Exorcist. I see Evil Reagan Dead. I see the Poltergeist. 1980s. Reagan was the Indian Exorcist? What was, 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 was the, was the monkey in it, too? Shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. It's got wow. all the horror icons. Yeah, I think that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that it's got Elvira right dead center. There. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's glorious. Man, that's nice. That works. Oh, fantastic. Again, Jake, amazing. Amazing Jake. Uh, speaking that's of gifts, we got sound. a few things to give away ourselves. Oh, my we God. We do. Uh, first off, uh, I finished the next miniature to be given away. This one was given to us by Cthulhu Collector, who sent me a box of Battletech minis to paint from his personal collection. So thank you, Cthulhu Collector, for sending that to me. I have now painted one of those up. So yes, a Battletech mini, um, which I painted in a blue. It's one of my favorite kind of Battletech minis, too. The one that's real squat, right? Because the, ba- the uh, Battletech, they all have, it, they're, you know, they're giant city-destroying robots. They've I've got... Guns on their arms. Best kind. And then they got the little head on the top. They look like, you know, big humanoids. But there's that one, I was kind of considered like the dog one because it's hunched down. It's got like a cone nose and a flat top. That's the one I painted. Nice. So, but now we got to give it away. So, give it away, give it away, give it away. Please give that away. Put your candy cigarettes down. I can't give anything away without theme music, and Jeff's not here. I'll do it. it. You Uh, got it? I'll do it. Fine. All right. No, save it, because I'm going to ask you for some later. Okay, cool. That's all right. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, it is time to give it away. So uh, make it happen. Bump, 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 Wow. <laughs> Sorry, I just got out of the uh, winky room. Yeah, that one. Oh, that was. <laughs> Everyone looking so who, at me. who got it? That is... Aussie Matt. Aussie. What oh, the hell? We're going international on this oh, one. Oh, my goodness. All right. Hey, it would be the heavy metal miniature. Yes, it would. Australia. <laughs> yes, it would. International shipping. Congratulations, <laughs> Aussie Matt. Man. Lucky Matt. I know. I haven't picked the next miniature out, but uh, that'll be coming soon. Oh, boy. So be watching that uh, That's on the Discord. It's uh, also time. It's also time. For what? us to give away a mystery prize. Every so often we give away mystery a mystery prize. prize. We try to do it once a month, you know, give or take. But Kof- uh, Kofi members level tier and higher are in this. Level two or higher, yeah. Then you get a mystery prize based on something. Deal with it. Some, usually about. something. Need new music. Usually something regarding this particular show. Yeah. So Andy is so excited to I sing am. for you. That's not the prize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you'd I, like, I can draw another name, and he can sing for you, yes, and that'll be your punishment. I think that has to happen. Oh, yeah. You know what? That'll be for Tier 1 people. That's yes. your punishment for not being Tier 2. Yes. And he's going to oh. sing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. yes. But, 
but they're still supporting they the show. Are. They I, are. I cannot oh, get behind this. Way to suck up to the tier one people, you guys. I Jesus. love the tier one people. I do tier too. That's why I'll sing are. for them. I mean, how much better are the tier one people than the ones that don't support us at all? Oh, oh, oh. Kick them. <laughs> yeah, stay down. Uh, um, we, we needed a good five minutes of silence after that. <laughs> What's in that Pepsi Zero? I know. Hey, uh, let's draw a name. How about as far as you know? Go, know. Andy. Go, Andy. I need a theme song for this for this drawing. Uh, Are you the dude from Enemy Mine? What dude, is this? Draw fast. <laughs> All right, it's over. I got a name. Hold on, I got wine everywhere. <laughs> He's have numbers on him. I gotta look it up in the list. Uh oh, <laughs> Michael Hoffman. Oh, nepotism. 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 Hey, no, no. He he is a contributor, and as he a is. contributor, he's eligible. He is eligible. Yes. Yeah, but <laughs> are, you, are you calling shenanigans? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, because if we drew Steve, we'd be like, nah, we don't want Yeah, that. no, no. Yeah, fuck, fuck Steve. That. Fuck Steve. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, Jesus. No soup for you. Hey, Mike, you're yeah. getting something good in the mail. Oh, you're getting uh, yeah, something, Mike. You're getting something in you're the mail. You're going to get yeah. something. Uh, you know, a Ouija <laughs> board welcome mat. <laughs> no, we're keeping that. I know. I was, I was joking. That would be something good. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to talk oh. Jeff out of it. <laughs> I think I've said Jeff, this, this before. Jeff, this is for you. Do uh, you want it? I'll, I'll take it off your hands. I'll proudly display it in my house for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I've said this before, but I had a roommate named Matt for a while. And for a week, I just kept walking up to him every time he come in the door and go, oh, welcome, Matt. And it took him like a week. Go, Wait a minute. It wasn't really sharp, I guess. Was it, it wasn't was really was funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't realize what, what you thought he was supposed to do was laugh at that. Like, mm. <laughs> That's a big ask for anyone. That's a, that's a, it's great because actually, uh, good to have you back, Andy. I have a big ass and a great tits. That's what I hear. <laughs> and, Andy, Andy's a catch. People. If, you, if you got it, flaunt it. Mm. Andy calls Duncan his brother's name, Jeff. Yes, I do. It's very funny. It's like my parents would go through. Uh, they'd look at me and they'd be like, "Yeah, Brian, uh, uh, Taz, yeah, uh, <laughs> damn it, yes." They'd run through just about every male, whatever they've had in the house before they got the my name. At least it was male. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, yeah. I, I got the kept Steve. David. <laughs> Dude, I got that, too, when I was an only child. So it's not a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you've got like 50 names in your name. Only child? John, Wayne, Duke, uh, uh, Barry. Only child or were you? I don't know, dude. All I know is my dad had fun in Korea. There you go. I probably have a little brother there's sister a, running around. There's a John. There. There's a John Levitz joke in there somewhere. There's a John Deere note in there somewhere. Uh, what? There's a John Deere note in there somewhere. A Deere John note. Oh yeah, too. <laughs> Someone buying tractors. <laughs> Korea. <laughs> Andy, bring in the professionalism. I mixed him enough. That's actually an Iowa joke. What what what, what happens when the farm, when a wife's a farmer's wife leaves him? She has him a John Deere letter. Okay, that's cute. I guess. <laughs> All right, to, hang on. I gotta drawing. get the. No, no. <laughs> it's not gonna make it better. You know what, though? That wasn't the intention. <laughs> yeah. 
and and sadly, you'll be sad to to hear. Oh, oh so sad that my Badumching uh, widget did not make the transfer over oh, to the new phone. Oh no! Yeah. So you got to get a new Badumching mm-hmm. widget. You should do the one I did, where it plays an ad before you play the fucking sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my little Steve Biggs moment there. That was awesome. It's like it's like so basic to you know. I'm I'm just gonna I'm rip off a, a big sting, and nope. No, nope. can't even do that. It takes skill. Uh, apparently. It does. Wait, wait, let me hit this. Let me find the button. Uh, it, yeah, uh, uh, do you suffer from hemorrhoids? Steve, you know how I, rem- I sold the word fuck to Todd for a while? Right. Basically, alone. You should sell your right to touch your phone during the podcast to I, me. I am involved. I am. Uh, I do have uh, another... Uh, You're vamping. You're vamping right now. <laughs> You're saying things that mean nothing just so that you can stall for time. So you can, he's live tweeting to another podcast. So you can hit an unfunny button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. We even went silent for a second to humor you. And you humor us the wrong nothing. word here. <clears throat> wow. You know what? We're, over there we're, ready mo- to disappoint we're moving us. on. We're moving on with the show. Yes. What geeky things did we do this week, gentlemen? Uh, Barry, we'll start with you. I cut my hair. Yeah, that's a big goddamn thing. Barry, for as long as we've all known him, yes. has had long, straight vampire hair. For 29 years. Hair. Long, luxurious lady hair. 29 yes. years I've What's had my hair What's geeky about this? Right? This is geeky. It's a it's, big deal. Why aren't you just being personal geeky? grooming? The hair geeky. Is, the hair was Russian. Geeky. <laughs> yeah, the hair was Russian. He lost his okay? hair in a plane. <laughs> Putin took my hair. Shut up, Kirsten. <laughs> anyway, it's still freaking me out it's such a big deal to me uh but i i think i can pull it off i just need to get used to it for a while so i'm just been on edge the last week but i did that just before i played D. now the D game is uh deb and major meh and commander k and our friends timpy and her daughter ariel now uh I had this whole thing planned out. I spent hours the day before picking minis, setting up terrain, mapping, by picking NPC names and everything. They got to none of that. Not a <laughs> damn bit. And they were, we were playing for like seven, eight hours. What? They went, They went shopping and they gambled in a bar and they got out a bar fight. And there was a lot of travel and blah, 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 blah. They got, I, I, in the end, I threw one random encounter in there just so they'd have at least hit that tier of of uh, play where you got to do exploration and role playing and combat. It's always good to have at least three. Yeah, of those but you left pillars. out a puzzle. Yeah, I didn't do a puzzle. Uh, Barry likes puzzles. Yeah, but you got to do those in the beginning of the game. Oh, always in the beginning, never in the end because people yeah. are too tired. But. You guys didn't get to any of the adventure. Nope. Not a damn bit. And so once, it's great, because now I don't have to prep for the next game. Once again, the bloodthirsty was the women. Oh, yeah. Tempe was like, can we get a move on here? I, I want to kill, kill something. people, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Py- Pyromaniac. Oh, <clears throat> uh, yeah. The both of them. Mm-hmm. Evokers. Yeah, and they did it again in the fight. Some bandits they do. were. They bandits lured us into a trap with an overturned cart on the road. And they're like, help, help, I'm injured, help. Did they have Valerie Perrine laying on the, on the street? No. Right. 
which would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, one of them, I think it was Ariel, uh, fire bolted the wagon and yeah. lit it on fire, which was actually pretty cool because that drove them away from their little hidey spot. Wagons aren't cheap. That's yeah. a that's a lost investment. I think the best thing of that game right now is the mimic. Yeah, yeah, that turns into a oh cheese my sandwich. god. We yeah. had we had one of the great moments in in D anD D. At one point, uh, to disguise her mimic, she had it as an apple, and uh, we we found this baby mimic that we are you know trying to adopt. I tried to adopt it, and then very quickly, everyone else swooped in and tried away from me. So, dude, fuck them all. Keep complaining. <clears throat> all you gotta do is feed it. Yeah. That's what they all say. Have you tried but, feeding uh, it? Uh, yes, that's how I got it started. And then it's she's like, like Andy, dude. You want him to be your friend? Just feed him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Except he has to buy Speaking the food. Was this the mimic from the last game? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. We still got that guy. Yeah. So she actually has it change into a large apple. And at one point, uh, we're in a, like a, a tavern or something, and we're getting some uh, sandwiches. Oh, uh, we're having the uh, the meeting with the guy, and we get some sandwiches. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, I'm going to give half my sandwich to the apple. And so that <laughs> apple's eating it. I love that sentence. Oh, there's so many good sentences. And then the and then episode. eventually it, it, it turns into a cheese sandwich. So it's it's looking like a cheese sandwich. So we get in the fight with the bandits. And she's like, can I have my mimic attack? And Barry's like, you can try anything. Yeah. So she communicates to it, and it, it goes off to attack. Now, it only has a speed of 10. <laughs> so it's just running its little legs <laughs> off. Just like going. Three <laughs> turns <laughs> to get to the enemy. <laughs> Two squares <laughs> at a time, and yep. it's just bounding right along. We're slaughter- We're slowly slaughtering. It was a tight fight, but we got them all. But the, the, the band leader who ran away from the burning cart came back. He kind of snuck around. And we discovered him, and everyone else got killed. So he scooped up the mimic, and he's like, "I, I this is I a little mimic," and he's running off. Well, uh, Deb's goblin is a monk, so she's got extra speed. So she's chasing down the guy. So the guy's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna get caught!" So he turns around and he throws the mimic at the goblin monk, which the goblin monk uses deflect missile, which is a monk power. Where if you're gonna hit and he rolled and he and it was it, Deb's never been happier to be hit in her D and D existence because mm-hmm. because she's like does he does he does he roll the hit and he's like, okay okay does a 18 hit yes and she's bouncing up and down and then she catches the mimic spins around in the air and throws it at the guy and then the mimic bites the guy as a cheese sandwich as a cheese sandwich one point of bite and four of acid and d4 acid d4 acid and it, it rolled being max. like three. Oh, max oh yeah no, that's right yeah so you 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 hit what you needed yeah so and five damage killed the guy <laughs> killed the guy by Death throwing by cheese back sandwich. a cheese sandwich with teeth which to be fair a cheese sandwich would probably kill me too. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's going to kill us all. Let's face it, it. eventually. Yeah. yeah, but mine a little faster than yours. So, uh, yeah. So that was fun. That was cool. And you totally missed the actual adventure. <laughs> yes, we did. But importantly, we got a saddle for Major Mess Boar. That's very important. Yes. We'll see. Adventure complete. I know. Yeah. A goblin riding a boar mm-hmm. and a cheese sandwich. Yeah. That kills. Yeah. Not just Barry. Now, yeah, there's, your, what... there's your log line pitch for red light, green light. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, is... that's what I did. Okay. Steve, what'd you do? Uh, we did break out finally my DC Injustice deck building thing that I got oh, the Kickstarter for. Oh, as, oh I, as I wrote it in my notes, 
evil DC deck building Todd. And as 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 we tried to do this last episode, uh, we spoke about DC deck builder. Everyone drink. <laughs> yes. We don't have to do it here. It's for the home game. <laughs> too late. Uh, fuck it. Too late. Yeah. Pour me some. Anyway, what we have, what yeah, we dude, have, yeah, Todd, you missed it last. last no, week. I didn't. I heard the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I kept the pauses in where we all could drink. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Thank. Please remind me at the end of this episode. I gotta put that on in writing. The actual drinking game that we developed for the show. Okay. Yeah, I have notes. Yeah. Anyway, so we played the DC Injustice. Oh, yeah. uh, me... And this is an offshoot of DC deck building game itself. Yes, you cannot really mix it. I'm sure my friends in California have done it. Where um, they mixed in all the cards. Based into on the... the game that I played with you, I just want to say, uh, fuck your friends. Because that <laughs> is a terrible idea. Yeah. I hope they're listening to this. I'm sure you guys are wonderful. We'd get along like fire hoses. But you know what? Fuck your friends. Because that is a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> anyway. Get along was... like fire hoses? Just deal with it. <laughs> Move on. Anyway. It was me, Kay, Andy, and Major, Major Matt. Because uh, I said we can't play this unless Major Matt's here to kind of run through. Because he's the rules right, uh, whisperer. The rules guru. And Ugh. and what we have discovered is now DC deck building is already kind of a screw your neighbor game. Sure, this justice to 11. is like yeah, it goes to eleven. We it, have life bars. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. And every and the, you get at the beginning two heavy punches. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah. And on the heavy punch, you you automatically attack one of the other players, and you have to pick who it is. So Andy got dogpiled on uh, quite a bit and still did not lose the game, I don't think. I think I came in second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't win one game that night. Uh, I tied once, which, I, which, which means <laughs> that Andy won. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. That was you and me. We tied for first place. Yeah. So you shared the Oh, I see. Yeah, which means Andy won. Which means- <laughs> I, I won one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's a nasty game. I was infuriated because uh, I try to avoid Andy going right before me in DC Deck Builder because he Andy is very attentive to fucking you over by sucking up all your cards that you could use. I suck well, uh, but uh, yeah, keep it to yourself, Big sugar ass, tits. tits. Uh, <laughs> Andy, buddy, but, but um. Uh, Major Meh was the one who was before me, and he's even better at it. Oh, no. So I was struggling really hard to pick shit up because uh, he kept just taking everything I needed. I need superpowers. You shall never get it. Yeah. And uh, I still managed to win yeah. with a whopping 28 points. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. That's low. <laughs> because, yes, because... Uh, when you get knocked out, when your health bar goes under, you're still in the game, but you get a KO token that is negative three at the end of the game. Yeah, we all had three or four of those. Yeah. 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 I, I, mean, really, I like this version. And really, and oh, oh, it's you. It's you every bit. <laughs> I, I think Bubby, for, for this me, is so you, Bubby. <laughs> for me, the only way I could play it in the future is to have a die roll. And and that will decide who I'm picking on because I just started Aww. feeling very guilty Aww. at the end of it. Aww. I know. Who are you? Well, I'm Superman. I can't do it. It was, <laughs> dude. It was 
It was. It was because it was fucking brutal. It the was, answer is always Vlark. You bunch of Vlark. <laughs> you pick on one. That night. You pick on one person until there's no way they can possibly win. Then you move to the next. Oh, the, unless it's Vlark, then you just stay there. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> he wasn't playing that night. That oh. was so. It it at 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 the end. <laughs> You know, Major Man's like uh, 24, and I'm like 28, and okay. Andy's like 44, and we're, what, what, what? No, and, it was me. It and, was, and, I, and then, we and, both did it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you both did it, and it was, oh, oh, we're supposed to take the negative points? <laughs> and they pick up their minus I was like, I was oh. like, oh. Those are 45. critical. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are critical. Yeah. And then Andy's like, oh, we're supposed to do those? Oh, okay. Well, then I got... And it was just like, Jesus. I believe Jesus. I had 17 after all that. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. It, yeah. Woof. It, it's, it's brutal. If you like DC deck building and you do like the screw your neighbor aspect of it, oh, boy, go and get Injustice. You're going to love it, Todd. Oh. It's very much a once-a-night game. If you're, you're going to play yeah. three or four games, this is a once This once, well, Is it fun, yeah, though? I, well, it's it is pretty much based brutal. on the Mortal Kombat DC universe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the cards are cool because you have Injustice, Evil, Superman. You have. Uh, you it know. sounds like you guys had fun playing it, and that's the most uh, we did. We, but we had to stop because I I have to sleep at the same house with these guys. And, yeah, uh, really. I know where you sleep, sleep you bastard. We we did a normal <laughs> game as a palate cleanser, and, also, yeah. and becomes an involuntary game of Michael Myers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, a couple of those is like equal to one diplomacy in terms mm. of destroying friendships. Oh wow. Yeah. Is it a longer game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, we were figuring it out as we played, right. but still, there's extra shit going yeah. on. You know, it's not like when we play and we're just like flip, 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 flip. I'll take this. I'll buy this. Okay, because we next. played the game for millions, zillion yeah. times. There's a reason yeah. Deb doesn't like playing with us. Yeah. 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 And, um, and you do, you have, because it's a new game, we were reading like every DC card. At all. Every card that came up, we were reading, okay, what is this card? But even with that, that worked in, do? there's so many extra steps. I mean, yes. several of the screwing your buddies things, screw your buddies in different ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and that's, that's regular mode. Those negative three KO tokens... On the other side, if you're playing impossible mode, oh. they give you ongoing effects like do one less damage every attack or have uh, every you have uh, one less power every time you go to buy yeah, something. Or you can, you can only play four cards. Or, yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, they're, and it's random, so it is vi- impossible mode's vicious. We and we didn't even... Try. No, we weren't. <laughs> yeah, we, just, we decided we weren't going to do that, and then we started flipping them over and made a gimmick. Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! We had nightmares from the game we didn't play. <laughs> yeah. Then we played a palate cleanser of vanilla DC deck builder, and poor Steve was savaged by the card fates. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I mean, we're talking about like hands that were two vulnerabilities and three weaknesses. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know who won, but I know Steve lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I lost my own game. He, he lost so bad he was bringing up fictional friends who lost by zero. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I did. I have had a friend who it did end up with negative friend. points. That's how many uh, weaknesses he ended up. It had in his hand and no decent cards whatsoever because because again when you mix everything together there's a lot more cards that say and i have talked them out of playing the crisis cards when i'm playing but when i'm not playing they play the crisis cards and those things are like the impossible mode they will fuck you up see i, I love that 
they have a version of the game they play when Steve's not there. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. well, I have said, I go, these crises, uh, they just make my bowels bleed. Of course. And, and, then the, and then, of course, one crisis will come out. It'll be, you add two to everything. And they're like, see? So I go, it's gaslighting you. It's Those cards gaslight you. And then the next one will come out and it says, you can't play any cards this turn. Play ten cards to defeat this. <laughs> God. Yeah, I hate the crisis cards. I, oh, God. Well, at this point, DC deck building is what you do every week. Anything besides that that you do? Uh, we, did, uh, we did watch an old movie that is a favorite of mine. Uh, we actually watched this last week, but we forgot to talk about it. It was The Flight of the Phoenix. Yeah. Mid-60s. Um, oh, man, I wish I'd seen that. Yeah, yeah. Before I got back, huh? Mid '60s, uh, Jimmy Stewart, an all-star cast: Jimmy Stewart, uh, George Kennedy, Ernest Borgnine, Peter Finch. I'm Hardy Krueger. I'm even forgetting some people. And then some character actors who y- yeah. you'd uh, you'd recognize. Attenborough. A whole bunch of oh that guy guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's about a plane that it, it, you know it's it's modern day modern day being the mid '60s, uh, and this this oil company plane crashes in the middle of the Sahara. And they got blown off course by a sandstorm. So if there is a search party, they're not looking in the right place. And it turns out Hardy Kruger plays this guy that designs airplanes. So he's figured out that if they take the main fuselage out and just put one of the wings on the strut of the other wing, then they can create like a smaller plane anyway and build another plane out of the crash plane. And, of course, tempers rise it's the sahara and you know people have different ideas about what they should do to get out of there and hardy kruger's character is really cold not very friendly he's german and of course this is only 20 years after world war ii and so yeah so there's all those bigotries and everything that that come up and uh i i love it it's is it better or worse than the last flight of noah's ark which i've never seen no is it Shit. better or worse than the flight of the navigator? <laughs> it's apples and oranges. <clears throat> it's better. It's a good movie. It's um, it's like an action movie, except that you know nobody's shooting guns. You know, I mean, it's it's a real tension with everybody just kind of getting angry at every. They're all in the desert. Mm-hmm. They're they're getting you know dehydrated. They're all fighting. What's the timeline? How long? How long is it going on? They're building it. It sounds like a uh, long project. What was it, like two? Two weeks. weeks two yeah. weeks or so. And they they like had some water, but they had to ration it. And it was really funny because they laughed in the beginning because they also had a shipment of a whole uh, crates of pressed dates. So they're like, "We're short on water, but we got plenty to eat." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and. Uh, I think I, if I, I were stuck in a desert with all of you, I. I think we get on each other's nerves after about three. Oh, we days. need you first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the smallest of you. Yeah, yeah that, we, just to make it quieter. We, we'd send wow. you to talk to the uh, nomads out in the. I don't know. <laughs> I think we go with Andy because that's some good marble. Yeah, uh, marbling is important. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll be some tasty steak there. I am. Per- I am a person who calms the room down. I smooth things over. That's yeah. how I lasted in that work job so, you're in now for long for so long. Yeah, but so does food, so it works out yeah. either way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Munch, munch, munch. Boy, Andy's calming the shit out of me right now. 
I, I, I want He's not grass-fed. I want to mm. tell the MacGuffin. It's an old movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think we can so, spoil this. So Yeah, 60 years later, I think right. we can spoil it. So Hardy Krueger... People is, have lived and died like, in this time. I worked out the calculations. I figured it all out. And we have everything we need to build another plane. And then we can get back. And they're like, you're crazy. You know, and Jimmy Stewart, you're crazy. Uh, he's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, no, I have figured it out. We can do it. And he describes it. And then he, he it takes a while. Uh, can I but, guess? Is it, does it not have room for everybody? No, it has room. Well, uh, everyone's on the wings except for the pilot. Oh. So they do manage to make the plane. But right before they test it, uh, he's just like, yes, I'm involved in the design of airplanes. I know what I'm talking about, blah, 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 blah. He's in, he's in the country because he was visiting his brother, who is a geophysicist for the oil company. So, you know, genius everywhere. Everyone's smart. And then at one point, they're like, we're going to test this out. And they're going to check up on him. This is after a big, big manly man, you know, length of dick battle between... Kruger and Stewart over who's going to be in charge of what and length of dick battle. What's yeah, this rated? You know, <laughs> probably G G thirteen. But a length of Richards then. Okay. So <laughs> yes. uh, at one point, um, he picked uh, Jimmy Stewart picks up a magazine. He's looking at it and he's like, "Oh, what's this?" And he goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, the model mag- magazine, the magazine I work for. And, you know, the model airplanes." Yeah, it, and I, it's like, it, it, well, well, yeah, uh, they make pretty good models, don't they? No, Oh, yeah, so one of the biggest ones there is my design, which I made, and it's like it, it flew 650 meters without veering off course or anything, a, very, a world record at the time. Well, well yeah, but where, where's, where's the big stuff? Well, that is. It's one of the biggest planes in there. It, it, yeah, it's... It's two meters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's model two. plane. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, but what about the real planes? And he's like, oh, oh, oh no. He actually laughs. Yeah. It's funny because he's on the edge. He's about to lose it himself. And oh, he's you, like, oh. You, you two definitely transported me there. I will say that. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, welcome to Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> and he was like, I'm design model airplanes. And they're like, no, 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 no. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> And Richard Attenborough is doing a great job of just standing, sitting there with his eyes wide and his mouth open. Oh, he's Dreyfusing it. Yeah, he was okay. just, ah, uh, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but, but you, you do work on the big stuff, right? The, the, the big, the real planes. <laughs> they are real planes. I will have you know that model airplanes have to, they have no pilots to correct their courses. They have to fly straight. There's no veering. There's no change. They have to fly better than regular planes. And it, it, he just gets at the, and it, it, they're just like, holy fucking shit. Cause yeah. And I have always misremembered this moment because, I, again, I used to do my, my Steve Biggs Life of the Party bullshit. And so, and so he doesn't ever actually say this line, but the thing I used to misquote all the time was, no, nah, no, nah, nah, hold on a minute. You, what are you, you trying to say? You build toy planes? <laughs> <laughs> they're not toys. They're model planes. And it was really funny because eventually they're, they're not like. not toys. They're miniatures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You make dioramas. But he, they actually are like, okay, you know what? Just do one thing. Don't tell anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's getting all offended, but it eventually it works out, and and they 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 get to the nearest oasis and they they save their lives. But it the the reveal there because you feel something's off, 
something doesn't make fucking sense, but it doesn't get you don't find out for a while there. Spoiler alert. So, but it it was it was pretty good. And the dynamics, you know, they don't make them like this any except like Oppenheimer, which was, you know, all talky. Mm-hmm. Everybody was talking. You got people walking out of Oppenheimer because all they did was talk. I thought there'd be more action in Oppenheimer in a, in a movie about making the atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah, about in a movie with all a bunch of scientists in laboratories making the atomic bomb. I thought there'd be more action. Well, like a car crash, a spy plane trying You've to got strafe them. A I, giant I explosion. <laughs> yeah. You've got the biggest explosion in history at that moment. That, it, that's not enough. Yeah. Apparently not. No. They need a refrigerator. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, I do have an almost Andy story. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> wow! I, way to I, preface I, this with "I almost did a thing." Yeah, I uh, started watching Ice Station Zebra, but we what? stopped. Uh, we watched half of it. Yeah, we stopped mid hey. midway, right after the intermission. <laughs> hey. ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Steve. Yeah, good story. <laughs> Thank you. Are we gonna drink? drink. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, what'd you do? I let's see. That wasn't I, I that. I make a note because there was so much. Uh, I've kind of been doing a uh, a uh, nerdy rumspringer here now that I'm uh, free of my. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I went to see the Mind Noodler, who was uh, performing at the uh, Excalibur, which was weird because that's where I used to work, and like some bare bones of the Excalibur are still there. But I, I just want to be clear the the Mind Noodler. Oh, uh, Matt Donnelly yes. from Ice Cream Social. I love how he's like oh. You know, people, sur- surely you know. People who listen to this show know what that is. <laughs> Both, not many all do. of them. Many do. <laughs> there's, there's Anyways, the Venn diagram you know, overlaps, you know, Andy, you not, could mention his name. It, it's, it's not, not like it's I mean, a violation of I, protocol. I love his story that he, you know, was on the podcast with, with Penn, and he Penn challenged him to learn a trick, and now he's a fucking full time magician. Right? It's great. Jesus. Uh, but um, a bunch of people I knew, uh, you know, uh, also from Ice Cream Social. Jason was there. Jason. <laughs> I'm what drunk. the fuck was that, Andy? Fucking <laughs> 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 Jason. Jacob was there. <laughs> and SJ. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> or, oh, boy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me and my silly. Yeah. Getting the no, that's, that's a crossover from watching a, a YouTube video with a guy explaining Imperial Measures. Jason, Jason, Jason. He's very drunk and he's making up the Imperial Measures. Anyways, Jacob was there, and SJ. And what I, is I, happening I, 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 I right now? I got nothing. I got, I got nothing. Barry, wow, it's like, help me on this. It's like, I can't help you It's with like this. Paul is guy. here. Paul is here, but played at half speed. <laughs> <laughs> I was told to slow down so you could understand me. <laughs> but no. Uh, wow, Penn asked Matt to learn a trick, and he became a magician. Did Penn ask you to learn a trick and became a dumb whore? Is that, is that, is that what happened? Yeah, that was natural. <laughs> Anyways, they were there. Jacob, the audio guy, was there. His wife, Esther. I got Kirsten with that one. I got Kirsten. I was struggling to come up with something like that, and I didn't get there, so I was happy you did it. It happened. Who is going to be Ginger Spice in the... uh, She was Ginger Spice in the show, and there's going to be Ginger Spice uh, in September. They're going to be bringing that show back, the Spice uh, Spice Girls show. Here in Las Vegas, there's a Spice Girl tribute show on the Strip. She's part of that. Right. Thank you. Here's the part you'll like, Karen Kirsten. So, you know. Gotta, there's a part I got to stop like, and translate. Like. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking right now of Stan Lee and how he would do those little things on the bottom of the panel. You know, check out last issue for that. You know, yeah. so what Andy is saying is. <laughs> Editor's note. Disregard so, everything on So, Bohe, 
who is a actor in town, and he was the gazillion. He created the role of the gazillionaire. Uh, in absence. In absence. Thank you. <laughs> okay, there's so much to unpack there. Who the fuck is Bogey? What's the role of gazillionaire? What's absence? <laughs> absence. What is town are we talking about? Probably the best show in the town right it now. It is. It actually is one of the best shows um, in town. Right Andy. Now. What'd you do this week? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I missed you, buddy. <laughs> With every bullet so far, but I missed you. <laughs> Anyways, Bohe's a really good maker. Yeah. And over the pandemic, he started making dice rolling bowl things, you know, not towers, Wait, but baker, like, like maker. Maker. maker, maker. I thought you said. Baker. I heard baker too. I'm I like, did I'm too. waiting for bread. He might bake too. I don't know. <laughs> See, that's what we need: dice rolling bread bowls. That's yeah. So Fuck million dollar. Let's just eat bread. In one of the recent seasons of uh, oh Critical Role, wow, mm-hmm. Jester is rolling into a big pink cake thing. Yeah. Oh, he made that. Oh, like, see, that's geek related. There we oh, go. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> now, could he eat the pink cake? I, and he may be Russian. I don't know. He may have died in a plane. I'm not sure. Okay. What did you do this week? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the show. Uh, I, play, I did DC deck building with. Uh, I did DC deck building with these guys. I did DC deck building with Celestia. Uh, I went up to uh, my friend Doug Citizen, who is my uh, my uh, Marvel Snap sensei. I went up and played Wingspan and Robo Rally with him. Oh, I love Robo Rally. Uh, yeah. See, you're the only one. These guys won't play it with me. Classic. You never asked. I'll play Robo Rally with you right now. Let's break it out. Whoa. All right, Whoa. we're pausing no. the show, everyone. Yeah. No, we're not. Uh, no. I played this Waterdeep Dungeon, which was amazing. I love that, that game. Is I will play Dungeon that Dungeon of anytime. the Mad Mage. That's the uh, Dungeons & Dragons board game. Oh, yeah. They got a bunch of those. Yes. Yeah. This, they all play the same or they play it, kind so. of... This one is... This one's cool because it has a campaign mode. Right. And so you can improve your characters and keep your stuff and go on to the next adventure. Uh, it plays kind of like Descent, the original Descent, right? Kind of, kind of, sort of. There's, it, there's one kind of game master and everyone else a player versus... No. No, 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 no. 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 Oh. No. no, this is it's like the board game. A co-op This is game? the co-op, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah just I like, have uh, the Ravenloft game, wait which a honestly... Has he never played one of those oh, he's never, He may have never played one of those. Son of a bitch. Well, it, whenever not, there was the option to play it, we could just play real big boy D&D and be done with it. Well, but, yeah. Uh, those Holy games are up. good as an intro because you get like to first or second level or something, and they got Ravenloft, Wrath of a Charlatan, yes, uh, Tomb of Annihilation. They used but the, I got for, out of it they, after that because I was playing. They D&D. got tons, tons of the games. They Ma- got like 11, 11 board games. Major Holy mess crap. that it's it's, it's sort good for of the built minis. on the fourth edition and engine. Yes, so you've got cards for your spells and your powers. See, that makes sense. Yeah, for yeah. fourth edition rules. Yeah. yeah, to put them in a board game. And uh, mm-hmm. and major math. This this set is a glorious set. These are the the minis are pre painted. Yeah. Um, the, the game is like eighty to one hundred dollars normally, but this is the it's super a Kickstarter. These are the super deluxe one. All the minis are painted Ooh. and stuff and yeah. broken to shit. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the original games were good just for the minis themselves. Yes. Yeah. Now they've improved the games and improved the minis. I'm sure it's worth even more. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. yeah, that he, poor, poor Major Man, he came over because it was still wrapped. So he popped it open and we're looking through it. Andy is like a, a, a child in a candy store because he had all sorts of die cuts to pop out of their uh, 
I love to do that. Oh, it makes man. me so happy. He was, he was gloriously happy. Meh, however, was a little let down because quite a few of those minis got broken in transit. Oh. And so we had to break out the soup. Well, actually, in, in sh- shades of Paul Mattingly, we did a Walmart run. Wow. Yeah, we did. Because <laughs> we had to get super glue and then what the hell, let's get some snacks and shit like that. And we came back from Walmart and uh, started started slowly putting together the minis that had broken well you know beholder eye stocks that had broken off and stuff but there was one a mechanical scorpion that really got beat up and poor poor meh (laughs) he had had a terrible time trying to fix it and it it's todd it's it's going to need professional help i'm on it okay Mm -hmm. I'm on this. I know. We played three different uh, adventures, I guess you call them. So yeah. They're, they're... We played three. Uh, uh, Steve's nodding off. Major Meh has to get up super early and go to work Monday morning. And we still bulled it out for three because it actually got kind of... The first one was difficult because we were trying to figure out the the game and the scenario and all that stuff yep. we were trying to figure out. But we made it through. Yeah. The second was cake. And- we just plowed through that one. Yeah. yeah. The so third the first one two, destroyed The us. first two uh, gaslit us for that, <laughs> for that third one. The third one. Games are gaslighting you left and right. Oh, oh man. God. I'm like, yeah, let's just keep playing. This is fun. What the hell? It was really funny because the, the, the second one, we have to go into the caverns under mountain. It's all in Hallister's under mountain. Yeah. We go through the yawning portal. We go under mountain. We have to find two zombie beholders and Whoa. kill them. Those are the big bosses at the end of it. Now, we got it done. We got it done. They are dangerous because they do a savage bite and then they do a random card draw for one of their nasty, nasty spell eye stocks. Well, after that adventure, what happens is the uh, zombie beholders get folded into the monster deck. So we start the third adventure and we're in the entry level and (laughs) Steve goes first. And Steve well, e- explores, and well, no, I'm he's the paladin. paladin. He's the paladin, so he opens. Yeah, Steve the paladin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know when I think of paladins, I, I think Steve. of Steve. <laughs> so, so you, you, Steve was a little disappointed because it's the first round, so he actually didn't get to attack anything. But he he opened, and we had the encounter and stuff got started. Then Andy went, and then yeah. Andy, my character is the cleric, and uh, he. Uh, in his little description, he hates the undead. He's there to, to yeah. stop the and undead. Yeah, and Andy got a massive disruption right. in the previous adventure, so he's ready for the undead. Right. You Plus said that just undead. right. Thank yeah. you. So uh, he's very excited, but the, the drawing on it is, uh, and I'm sorry for the- Get close to that mic, Andy. Sorry. The drawing for this, I'm sorry for the offensiveness of this, but he's a very fey-looking drawing. So his battle cry was, hello, sailor. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy, oh, lays down a tile. A monster appears. He flips the monster card. Zombie beholder. <laughs> <laughs> the boss from the last one. Oh, my God. It, it, it hurt me a little. <laughs> <laughs> that was the beginning of the end. Right there at the beginning. That seems harsh to, oh, to yeah. hold those in. Oh, dude, it was such an unlucky draw. And yeah. it just it just kept it was it kept stringing us along on the thread's right. edge. We had some really vicious hag thing and we managed to like <laughs> run away from it. Yes. So it, it's, <laughs> run away! 
perpetually chasing us. Because we need to flip a card, which is like 8 to 15 down in the stack, find the room, has the crystal crown, and then we read what we have to do. Well, we have to grab it and we run back. And Todd, you would have loved it because as we laid out our tiles, we created this huge hairpin-esque curving fucking corridor that was our only way to get the fuck out. And the hag's in the middle of it. Yeah. And then the other and thing is... monsters are triggering all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and, and part of the effect of grabbing the crown is that there are spots where events happen. There's spots where monsters happen. The ambush spots. And there's spots where events happen, sorry. And... Um, all of those. Yes. Once you grab, monsters, once, once you, you grab the crown, everything starts filling up. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Zombie Side Medieval. Ah. And and it we uh, we we uh did we even we get, were already we on didn't light. even get to the fucking crown. No, did we? we grabbed. No, uh, no we no. didn't get the crown. We didn't even get to the crown. We we exhausted our two healing surges. We got beat to shit. My character went down first. Healing and, surge. Oh yeah, that's totally fourth edition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh my god, it was gruesome. And then the hag caught up with us. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it got bad. We were going to have to run through it anyways. And then after we died, there was like another direction that we hadn't explored yet. And I'm like, let's just see if we could have taken a shortcut by going around the other way. No, we, we, yeah. we played the cards <clears throat> and it would have been four times longer. Oh, yeah. Oh, it wow. was it was just dude it was so funny because when it was like grab the crown and go back to the entry level and i look at the map and i see this big sprawling curly queue i was like we are fucked. Uh, on which new monsters would be spawning yep. constantly so it was just like bad luck but oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah 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 very much but it's, it's a well-balanced game oh oh no dude this is this is this is wonder i yeah i have my reservations even... about playing don't play the thief play all the guys who damage things although the thief had one neat power it's called mopping up he just automatically does one point of damage to something if somebody's next to him yes so that was actually uh, major meh was the thief so he'd be like just just end oh end right there and be right there and then i'll take care of it and then you know my turn i'm gone so it was cool but generally i think you need more Fightery types. Yeah, the thief is your fifth character, not your. It's yes. It's a battle game. It's not a game of negotiation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And Steve was enjoying because as a paladin, he was just walking through the traps and having the time of his life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started out with, um, or one of the items that came up as treasure was a ring that would reduce damage from traps, and so I was like, well, and I'll just go through the traps. Just well, reduce the thing and. Yeah, and then and then of course I hit one trap and it was fire damage for four and I was like, well it's only three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, look on the bright side. That's what I like about Steve. Yeah. 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 Oh, is that what that is? I was playing a cleric that didn't have healing spells. It That's weird. weird. Yeah. Before we move on with the rest of the show, I just want to throw out there. I mentioned a few weeks back that I was enjoying the demo for Everspace Two. It turns out that Everspace Two became the week after that. Available on Xbox Game Pass. Oh. So I have since been playing more of it and enjoying more of it. And I can say that the game opens up even further and uh, adds a little, uh, not a little, a, a lot more variation to what I saw in the demo with uh, cities and going on to planets and so on. Uh, not as a body. You're still just your ship. It is a focused fighter 
space game. It is it is X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, uh, that style of gameplay. I like that. Uh, but very much fun. Uh, however, because every mission has to do with some sort of combat, whether it's against a base, bunch of ships, uh, another thing, a big thing, a small thing, it's if that doesn't go very far for you, it's not going to get better for you. If you don't enjoy this ship combat from the beginning, it's not going to open up to something better. It's not a a more varied game like uh, uh, No Man's Sky or the upcoming Starfield. But if you want a focused, uh, sh- frankly, a looter space shooter, uh, this is uh, this is for you. So, and I've uh, I keep going back to it. I play it until I get okay. I'm I'm done with step base combat now. Uh, but the next day I'll be like, I want some more of that space combat, and I'll go right back to it. I'll have to check that out. I've been I've been busy with the <coughs> Minecraft world. I'll have to check that out. And a surprisingly large game, so it's uh, expected to take up some of your time if you decide to take that journey. But Ever Space Two is uh, now available on Xbox Game Pass. Ooh, and I love that. If you want to try it out, I originally tried it out on Steam as a free demo, and that is a meaty demo. So it is. It, it is. It will take a few hours of your time, just the demo alone. So, that being said, news you don't give a shit about. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't enjoy the news. I don't give a shit about it. Disney. Disney has decided not to move forward with its live-action series adaptation of the Spiderwick Chronicles. Aww. The eight-episode series had already been completed. What? Oh. And it was developed by Paramount Television Studios and 20th Century Television. The project may no longer be coming to Disney+, Plus, but it is currently being shopped around to other potential buyers, so okay. maybe we'll I see it. I don't get that. So it's completed in the can, ready to go, ready yeah. to... But yeah, they, everything done. Why wouldn't they j- just... It's free content at that point. Welcome to corporations. Yeah, well, I don't, yeah, that doesn't help. I don't understand why. Now, if you don't know what Spider Chronicles is, uh, it is based on a series of best-selling books by Tony Dertazelli and Holly Black. Dieter Lisi. That's what I said. <clears throat> the Spiderwick Chronicles is a contemporary American Gothic coming-of-age story that addresses kids and families dealing with mental health issues, among other relevant topics. Upon leaving New York and moving to Michigan and into their rundown ancestral home, the Spiderwick Estate, with their mother, twin brothers Jared and Simon Grace, along with their sister Mallory, they find themselves pulled into an alternate fantastical world. So, you know, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon, but not. Uh, Deadline explains the reasoning behind Disney's decision not to proceed with the series, saying, quote, The decision comes as Disney, along with other media companies, have been reevaluating their streaming strategies by cutting programming costs with a renewed focus on profitability. <laughs> it is part of the major content write-off announced by Disney in May. And Disney CFO Christine McCarthy oh. said at the time, we're in process of reviewing the content of our DTC services to align with the strategic changes in our approach to content curation. As a result, we will be removing certain content from our streaming platforms and currently expect to take an impairment charge of approximately $1.5 to $1.8 billion, unquote. So it's a tax bullshit thing. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly what God, it is. Wow. 100%. Yeah. They, well, they, they'll sit on that. They might release it in the future, but and it doesn't look like it's going to be one of those things where it's not going to be relevant in the future. So, yeah. Now, when they write off like that, can they let it out? 
No. Uh, no. Later? If you if you write it off, you can't let it out. Yeah. yeah. Because so that's it's, what happened it, to Batgirl. That, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. That's just, that has to stay in the coffers it? forever, doesn't it? Now, Spiderwick is going to be an expensive series if it continued on. It's fantasy that... Even that right there has a baseline high cost. I saw the movie. Cost. It was, I mean, and it's gloriously creative. So sure. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to this. Now, it says say they're shopping it around, but again, if you're writing it off your taxes, you can't really do that either. So uh, they could, Paramount could shop it around and then keep everything in 20th century wouldn't be able to profit off of it. Yeah. I think it's how that would work. Oh, it's a I'm thing. Okay, that makes guessing. sense. Guessing. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> we're we're not we're not involved in these conversations. This is you can only assume. So yeah, uh so it's Willow bef- if Willow never came out. Um <laughs> the Willow what? TV series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, I, we could have known without that. Okay. So. I thought Willow was gay for a second. That's fine if he is, but you know. It's, it's, that's it's two. Andy. Oh, Willow came Andy. out. I got it. Yeah. I got that's it. two. Oh, okay, yeah. Andy's done two homophobic yeah. uh, thingies. Yeah. Homophobic. Yeah. Homopositive. Uh, he has nice tits. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, I can't. Um, Lawrence Kasdan's son wrote Willow. I can't remember his name. Uh, Mr. Kasdan? Yeah. Mr. Kasdan the second. And Larry. Yeah, he made the decision to kind of modernize it in a way that nobody wanted. Oh, they had like cars and airplanes and stuff like that. Flying cars. No. It, it's it's like Knight's Tale, but if it was bad. Oh yeah. Oh. So Ooh. yeah, that's not available anymore, right? They took that off streaming. They've taken everything off streaming. Okay. There's lots of things not available anymore. I could tell that that, Jake that Willow wasn't going to do great for Disney when I went to Disney World, and the only thing I could see about Willow was they were selling uh, Sherlindria's wand. Oh, were they now? Uh, and that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. it. And with no explanation. Just here it is. You can buy it if you want to. No one, no one gave a shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. It, it could have been good if they had actually kept the tone of Willow. News don't give a shit about. <laughs> it's been more than 10 years since video game Star Citizen's initial Kickstarter campaign went live. Uh, Star Citizen uh, has just reached the $600 million <laughs> mark. And no, the video game still does not have a release date. What? Wait, what? Six hundred million in like uh-huh. Kickstarter? And it's been over 10 years? 10 years. Yeah. Don't buy games in pre-alpha, people. What? How does it keep? Getting because people keep giving it money for some reason. It had a when I first heard about this game, I was tempted to kickstart it because it looked really good. It was, it looked good. It had a, it, it seemed like it was going to be a good story and good gameplay. It's exactly what I wanted in a star sim. Still is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still, right. still what I want, not still what, what I, I want, right? Yeah, holy shit balls. Yeah, this amount was raised by four million backers or. Star citizens who have Shut up. brought its crowdfunding well over the half a billion dollar mark. Uh, the project already had the most successful crowdfunding of all time. So, this is another record broken by the team over at Cloud Imperium Games. Uh, this amount also helps Star Citizen maintain its huge lead for the most expensive game to develop of all time. Can they take it off their taxes? <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be great? They just don't release they it. They don't release it? Oh, my God. That'd well, be great. Well, the guarantee is in there. I, I, well, the, the not guarantee is in there in Kickstarter that, you know, things may not 
things that may not come out. Uh, to, to give you an idea of the, how big a budget this is, it's now almost double of second place Cyberpunk 2077's budget. That was a budget of $357 million. And even the budget for Last of Us Part Two falls behind. Their budget was $249 million. Uh, without stretch goals, ongoing crowdfunding efforts are helped by the fact that the team is charging around $52 for Star Citizen's early access. It's projects like uh, Star Citizens that have long given Kickstarter games a poor reputation. It remains to be seen if Star Citizen does get a release date. As for now, neither that nor its single-player-focused spinoff, Squadron 42, have a launch window. A spinoff for a game that's still in pre-alpha. <laughs> yeah. Now, to be fair to pre-alpha games, there are games like... Uh, What's the one? Uh, seven days to die. Sure. Okay, that have been in like an alpha state for a decade, but they're playable. I remember I was on a, a seven days to die server, and it was super fun. I was on it for like a year. Um, it's it's a playable game, um, but is is it playable right now? Is, is Star Citizen you playable? Could, you could, uh, my understanding, yes, you can play Star Citizen. Okay, so this is, it's it's a really, it's not as bad as we're making it out to be, because you can play the damn game. Sure, I haven't tried, so I'm oh, assuming yes. Okay. Now, if you said, if you said, uh, Yikes. hello. Sorry, I was a little loud. Sorry, um, I had to turn you up because you kept getting lower. No, oh. no, 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 no. Well, he got really serious when he was talking about Kickstarter. Um, sorry. If it's playable and it, it, it's a game, it's playable. Yeah, they're going to add more features as they go. It's it might be one of these games where it's just constantly in alpha because they're constantly adding new stuff to it because the it's not a triple A game where they're beholden to. Uh, shareholders and it's got to be released mm. like a normal game seven days to die is a really amazing zombie game it's really good there's lots of youtube videos on it go watch them they're freaking hilarious. go watch glock glock 19 glock not i forget his name so let me be the dumb old guy here go ahead alpha and beta i'm, I'm familiar with beta i assume beta means you're still working on it and it's not ready for well alpha seems like it should be before beta alpha yeah. is a playable it is it's a playable game um, so they're not even up to beta yet, is what you're saying. Well, no, not, no, no. And beta is like a stress test more. Yeah, this, I'm dumbing it down, but it's, I, it's, I appreciate that. Yeah. I, am, I have great tits. Alpha, in conventional terms, Andy, alpha is the release given to people involved in the project to work on it. Beta is when they start letting other outsiders come in, like he said, to stress test it. Because then the outsiders, people who are not familiar with the guts of it, are coming in and playing it and seeing what breaks and what doesn't work and stuff. I appreciate the, you, know, you guys doing it this way because I, I mean, I'm the dumber guy here, but I'm sure there's some people who are confused about this too that weren't quite as dumb as me, but still. No, no, no. no, it's, no, no. You, it's probably it just you. Because I don't want to just talk. It sounds like we're talking inside baseball and I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but it seems to me, now again, I have never played Star Citizen, that maybe they're taking it that road. Well, if they're still giving money. If they're still, if these alpha players are still putting in money, maybe what they're getting is enough to to keep them going. I want to talk to someone who's played the game. Yeah. I don't know anyone. Have you played Star Citizen? Write to us. King Vault. Vault. Exactly. At geekshockpodcast.com. I want to know. King Vault did it. 
No, I'm saying King Vault. <laughs> King Vault, go buy it. Yeah, yeah well, it, you know. <laughs> it's Curse's version of Tourette's. Yeah. King Vault. King Vault. I'm, you know what? If any one of our listeners has, it's him. Maybe maybe, maybe. Jeffrey Roth. Yeah, maybe. Do, uh, seriously, write us. I want to know. I, I want to know more about Star Citizen, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to buy it. I don't think they have any reason to change they're, yeah. They they found a perfectly good business model by not releasing their game. Yeah, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, it's going to be hard to fight with games like Starfield, which you know AAA release got all the uh, all the backing of Bethesda. I mean, what are you going to do? You know how you, how are you going to compete with that? Apparently, they don't have to. <laughs> well, this obviously has a larger budget than that game. You're, oh, yeah. uh, the numbers you mentioned for like uh, Last of Us and so on, were, sure. were those Kickstarter or those no, were no. just budget numbers? Those are budget numbers. Okay. All right. So so the quarter of a billion, half a billion is an outlier for, for, game, for game budget. Yes. Okay. Yeah. $600 million for a game is bonkers. Mm-hmm. Where does that money go? Pockets. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cocaine. Weekend Geek! Yay! Starfield. What? What are you do? What are you singing? Really? You did that? <laughs> Barbie has become Warner Brothers' biggest movie of all time worldwide. Go, Margo! With Man. a total of $1.34 billion. As for what director Greta Gerwig is thinking about for the sequel, she said, quote, at this moment, that's, that's all I've got. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're probably hounding her about I've, it. Oh, I, yeah. Continuing, I feel like that at the end of every movie, I, like I'll never have another idea and everything and I've nah, ever wanted to do. I did. Hurt Walker 2 was so good, though. <laughs> I would They made wa- it too? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I wouldn't want to squash anybody else's dream, but for me at this moment, I'm I'm at total zero. Unquote. Also, I feel a need to point out Greta Gerwig did not direct her. Oh Mark shit, she didn't, did she? No. <laughs> no. Who am I wow. thinking of? Catherine Can- Bigelow. Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow. Because you know they all look the same, right? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the, can't uh, all have good tits. Yeah. <laughs> Not like you, Andy. Not like me. Not like you. You're a high bar. You know what? I'm glad I stumbled over trying to deliver that joke, so he beat me to it. That's good. That that was his fault. Uh, Mattel is definitely thinking about a sequel, and CEO Neon Kriets said that, quote, ambition is to create film franchises. At the outset, we're not saying, okay, let's think already about a movie two and three, Let's get the first one right and make that a success. And if you do that, opportunities open up very quickly. Once you establish the first movie as a successful representation of a franchise on the big screen, successful movies lend themselves to more movies. Our ambition is to create film franchises. My my first thought is, how the hell could they possibly do a Barbie film franchise like the MCU or whatever? And then I thought, Barbie can be can get together with G.I. Joe. This yeah. That's Hasbro. No, they're different. Are they different? Uh... Yeah, it's Hasbro. Yeah, it doesn't I... matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it happened quite often in the basin of my house Absolutely. when I was a kid. <laughs> there you go. This is the fourth or fifth Barbie movie, at least. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, the rest were animated. Yes. But they're out there. They don't count. Wow. You know, like, like were, the, wow. were they animated Say that stuff. to Andy, the count. cartoonist. Say that to the young Were kids. they released to the big screen, Andy? 
Uh, or are they straight to DVD affairs? As far as I know, it's straight to DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, then it's not part of the BCU. Yeah, no one. In, fact, <laughs> in fact, I believe some of them are straight to video. Barbie but, cinematic yeah. universe. Nobody yeah. counts Peter Pan 2 as part of the Disney universe. Uh, it's true. Yeah. Andy does. So what would be part of the BCU? I love saying that. <laughs> well, well, Alan, Alan, the movie. Alan, who the hell is Alan? Alan that was his problem too. Mm. I think he's very confused about. It. You haven't seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? No. Oh, oh you got to go see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, help Michael, me. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah plays Alan, and he's it's like the Ken's only Alan. Friend. Yeah, Ken's friend Alan. I'm the only one. I'm very confused about that. That's the line from the movie. <laughs> yeah, you had to have been there. Yeah, he's the only. I've seen the movie. Like, there are tons of Kens, all of whom look different, and there's only one Alan. Was oh. there ever an Alan? Yes, yes. there was. He's okay. Ken's friend. <laughs> okay, that, that's cool. I actually, you know, I I want to see this movie. I just haven't had the chance or hadn't had the funds. Yeah. So when it's time, I'll I'm going to see it. Barbie tomorrow. I'm going to go see it. So you know, hey, uh, I could see it again. But uh, right, I, I could go. totally see <laughs> Michael Sarah as a. I'm the only one. Yeah, that's him. That's what he does. There you yeah. go. There he you says, go. I'm very confused about that. I'm like, yeah. Decades-long Mario voice actor Charles Martinet is stepping back from the role. This was just revealed by Nintendo, who say Martinet will instead take on the new role of Mario Ambassador. It's not clear what the role of a Mario Ambassador will entail, but it certainly seems to be a sign that Nintendo wants to keep Martinet close. Because it cuts deals with Russia, I think. Shut up. This is hardly surprising as Martinet's uh, wahoos and uh, eat some bees have been an iconic part of so many childhoods. Uh, Martinet defined the Mario series so much that we can expect the next actor to stick with his take on the character. My Mario rather is silent. Than, sure, just like in a movie. Chris rather Pratt? Than, rather than trying something new. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt. Yeah, that was pretty much the next line, so I'll let you have that. My Mario is silent. Don't the, care about the it's a me Mario guy. I don't know. Sorry. The, what? Yeah. What? <coughs> what? Oh, what? what? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I was reading. I wasn't paying attention to what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because we weren't either. <laughs> okay. The Atari 2600 Plus has been revealed. Uh, I was, mentioned what? that oh, did weeks you? ago. Yeah, last week? Yeah. I hadn't gotten that far on the podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, they poo-pooed it. Ta- I played up the whole, you got uh, your old cartridges, play them, and yeah. they were all like, I got my emulator. I, got my, I don't need an emulator. I didn't do that. I thought, I'm too dumb for I that. Did. I, thought, I, thought this, I thought that was cool. You can play your old cartridges and shit. I like that. I just... I was. I even opened it with "You got those old cartridges," and and, and Barry's like, "Yes, I do." Go to your local game store and <sighs> buy a fucking console. See, they got look em. at him. Look, yeah, because you're so you're so angry. Look at you. <laughs> Are you saying go to the lo- local game store and get a original twenty six hundred? Yeah. They're not, there. Not everywhere is Vegas. They're there, but they were hard to hook up to a TV at that time. So those kids, ha- the kids today, have to learn how terrible it was for or us. Or they can get the new one that has an HDMI no, port. No, they have to suffer <laughs> like we did. <laughs> get that fucking thing with the, uh, the, the fork. The, the, the fork. The fork. And you screw them the in, yeah. and you got the, the slider. and yeah. the, Three yep. or four. Pick a channel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Suffer, bastards. <laughs> Earn your games. Yeah, it was. I thought that was pretty cool. 
<laughs> but I'm glad you listened to it, Todd. Yeah, thanks. Obviously, for... heard me talk about it. Yeah, you know, we do this podcast here every so often. It was posted three days ago. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft has announced a new Xbox feature in the endless battle to get gamers to stop acting like assholes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Nice. I can't wait for this shit. An enforcement strike system. The company detailed how the new feature would work and what it means for gamers. And in an August 15th blog post announcing the new system, which launched on the same day, enforcements is the existing Xbox term for actions taken against accounts that violate community standards. And the new system will help players keep better track of these enforcements, including what they were for and how they'll impact their records. Quote, this revised system gives players a better understanding of enforcement severity and the cumulative effect of multiple enforcements, the post read. Is it being done by bots? Is it going to be the random bullshit? Like, I posted a sign from Star Trek and got kicked off Facebook because it was because it had the word killed my captain in it. That's more than one word, Andy. Enforcements will now include strikes <laughs> based on, quote, the severity of players' actions. And Microsoft likens it to getting strikes on your driver's license, which in countries like the U.S. can eventually result in the suspension of your license. Quote, for example, a player that has received two strikes will be suspended from the platform for one day, whereas a player that receives four strikes will be suspended for seven days. The post detailed players have a limit of eight strikes. Once they reach that number, they'll be kicked off Xbox social features, including messaging, party chat and multiplayer for one year. From the enforcement date. Whoa. Strikes remain on players' records for six months. The enforcement strike system is part of Xbox uh, Baker's larger effort to curb toxicity in online gaming. Eh. Uh, back in July of 2023, the company rolled out a new voice reporting feature that lets players record and submit clips of voice chats that violate its community standards. It's unclear how effective the voice reporting feature has been in the month or so since its launch, but Xbox players have long had the ability to appeal enforcements, and now a successful appeal will result in one of your eight potential strikes being removed. Well, Again, are, are they being appealed by robots or actual people doing this? Show? I don't know. I'm not privy to that information. Wow. That's Talk to I'm, I'm guessing it's based on reports from other players. Talk to Latino News and Review or whatever it was. We got all the good news. <laughs> Vulture? I think Vulture's well, got that. What were they now. doing before? Nothing? I don't think they had a system like this where it was like, if this is this many strikes and you're out. Well, okay. So the only the only thing that I have about that is... Um, yeah, he's the heavy breather. He's um, got he's got the microphone pointed at his nose. And I hear yeah. this noise. Like, what is this fucking noise? You're, the entire time you're talking, I'm like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, I made what, comment what about I... it last week because he was. So it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> the only issue I have with this is that is that there are gangs on social media, and I could just see like eight of these bozos picking on one guy and saying, "Oh, this guy's violating community standards." Meanwhile. They're the ones that are actually violating the community. Standards. Yeah, sure. And you'd be like group doxed. Yeah. What's to, yeah? What's yeah. to keep a false strike? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm, I don't like that. And uh, in the other hand, I, I would like to form one of those gangs <laughs> and dox Torgo the hell off Xbox. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like to. Yeah. I'd like to form one of those gangs and actually vigilante the hell out of it and go around and find the guy that was ganking. Uh, 
rum cake. Rum cake. And uh, oh, that's okay. Major Meh traumatized him thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there, you didn't need corporate intervention. I have no there. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> she was this playing is an earlier Warcraft. story from Geek Show. Yeah, and she was playing Geek Show podcast video, trying to get get rolling in uh, some World of Warcraft. And there's this one motherfucker who was ganking the shit out of her. She oh. would barely appear, and this guy would. And she complained about it to Matt, and he's like, okay, fine, I'll take care of it. So she and they both get in there. She appears, the guy shows up, and then Lewis starts ganking him. And eventually it turns into a classic, leave me alone. And Lewis is like, leave my wife the fuck alone, and I will. And that cured that problem. Dude. I played. I first met Major Meh in like. You two, were ganking Steph, weren't you? Uh, you bastard. Pardon? Um, <laughs> in 2000 and. Oh, what year is it? Five, I think, when I first started playing World of Warcraft. Um, and she played with us, and we had a giant guild, and we would gank the shit out of other people all the fucking time. We were the assholes that would hang around Stranglethorn Vale. And there'd be one dead rogue on the road playing feigning death, and someone would come up near him. He'd stun lock him, and we'd all jump out of the woods and gank him repeatedly because fuck the alliance for the horde. <laughs> uh, we were awful, awful people. So, so whatever. you should get striked and kicked off the internet. Oh no, no, we were playing by the rules. Oh, so it's PVP server, man. That's PVP what it is. server. That's what you get. You See, asked for it. You 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 forgot to mention that part. They're playing on a PvP server, so you get what you get. Oh, I see. Yeah, frost me. PvP. The, that made it a choice. That's a prick <laughs> versus pussy. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That you get what you get. You choose that server. You're gonna fight. Well, if you choose a player versus environment PVE, then you don't have to worry about that shit. We would. Yeah. Way back in the day, there was a dishonor system where you get honor for killing. Things you know for for killing the enemy in certain battlegrounds and whatnot, but you get dishonor for killing NPCs and lower level creatures and things like. That. We strive to get the most dishonor. Well, possible. yeah, if you create a system that it's funny because they'll do things like that, and like people will make them into their own their own thing to to accumulate and be proud of. Because I mean, in real life, dishonor like has consequences yeah there's negative connotations right and and aside from the law and that can affect you socially you can there can be it can interfere with economic stuff and in real life you know that sort of thing could have consequences yeah it keeps me from doing a lot of the stuff i want (laughs) there you go but in video games it's just gonna be a fucking badge of honor to have major dishonor oh yeah unless there's a mechanical aspect to it i feel (laughs) bad when i do bad things in video games that's because you're a good guy, Andy. Pussy. Me too. <laughs> I hated punching Major Matt all those times. In real life? I hated ganking his wife. And- <laughs> <laughs> on the other hand, uh, I, I, I had no problem beating up on Andy in uh, Injustice Deck Builder, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. It was... Yeah, it was... It was... All right, heavy punch. Two for Andy. Heavy punch. Two for Andy. Yeah. <laughs> DC deck builder. Sounds, like, drink. You're, sounds I was, like you're playing it right to me. I was like, I was like, Major Meh, you got to hit Andy and get him to spend all his defenses. Then I can just beat up on him. <laughs> That's pretty much a quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Actor Matthew Lillard and screenwriter Justin Ware are co-owners of a new liquor company, along with Blue Rum Run Spirits. Uh, Co-founder Tim Sparapani. That launches later this year, and they are developing a line of spirits inspired by Dungeons & Dragons. The company is called Find Familiar Spirits. The first product they launch will be Quest's End, a new line of bourbons with each bottle and flavor representing the next part in a a continuous story designed by veteran DM and game designer Kate Welch. Flavor. With illustrations by (laughs) renowned fantasy artist Tyler Jacobson. Uh, Okay. For those not playing the visual game uh, and sitting at the table with us so you can see my face, you had me with the bourbon and everything until you said flavor, and my face, I could feel it contort. Flavor. I kind of felt it contort. It was weird. <laughs> Lillard explains that Quest's End begins with Saren of the Pit, quote, who was born in the fighting pits, a paladin of the god of life in Inxa? In- Inixa? I-N-X-A. That's not a Forgotten Realms deity. Aha! Yeah, therefore, then, then Barry I, doesn't Then I know. said it right. <laughs> <laughs> and the straight bourbon whiskey blend is characterized by notes of vanilla and fruit with an undercurrent of spice to reflect her fighting spirit okay. per the bottle's tasting notes. So I thought it would have flavor, like a pit. Could be. I, I haven't tasted it yeah. yet. Tastes Peach like, pit. Tastes like sweat, sweat and blood. Blood and, and f- salty iron. Feet in the salty sand. Iron. Well, it is distilled in Indiana, <laughs> so it is possible. Yeah. Well, distilled in Indiana and Kentucky. Paladin will be available for pre-order online starting October 4th, ahead okay. of its November launch. Uh, he added, quote, each one of the bottles has a map on the back. It has hit points on the side, so as you drink down the hit points, you get wow. stronger. One no. of the things we wanted you to... You get stronger? <laughs> how does that work? That does, that's not how that works. Okay, well, go on. Go on. <laughs> I'm waiting for the flavor thing. Go on. One of the things we wanted to create is something very bespoke. So the bottle's beautiful. You're going to getting a story, an entire unboxing experience, unquote. Now, Lillard is a big fan of D&D and is also bringing more D&D to the small screen with faster purple worm Kill Kill, uh, which is described as uh, whose line is it anyway meets D&D improv and live gameplay series. Okay. Uh, The series will air on the free ad-supported streaming Fast channel, and the show spans 21-hour episodes and features a revolving cast of first-level characters played by Lillard, Seth Green, Skeet Ulrich, Patton Oswalt, Deborah Ann Wall, Todd Shashwick, uh, Michael Irby, and others. Stop. You had me at Patton Oswalt. Right? Right. Yeah. Also Deborah Ann Wool, but you had me at Patton Oswalt for real. <laughs> now, I want to know more about the other flavors. I'm not done with this part yet. <laughs> oh, good. Good. And, and each quote Pins and needles. Virtue. Table is a 100% new people cycled through a new DM, a new world, and the whole conceit is there's one monster and everyone dies at the end, unquote. Lillard says of the shows, it's an incredible ambassador to the game. Every show is funny. Every show is played differently. There's no wrong way to play Dungeons and Dragons, unquote. As for flavors, that's all I got for you. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> you said flavors of bourbon. I'm thinking, oh, God, well, no. Is it blueberry bourbon? Or is this some bullshit? No, no. I, I, Well, at least gathered on this one. It doesn't seem like it's an actual flavored bourbon that is taking on the notes <sighs> of the barrel. Uh, although, not there. Can't speak to that one way or the other. That's just how I'm interpreting it. And yeah, of you, course, you use the word flavored mm-hmm. with any kind of liquor, and I think bullshit. Oh, well, it's as you should. Yeah, you mean like cinnamon flavored? Um, yes, because that's not that's bullshit. Okay. Yeah, you're oh never my. you're never gonna find a 
Fireball Premiere. Fireball 1800 something. You're never going to find a, a higher level of, of Fireball because it's cinnamon whiskey and that's well, all it ever is going to be. Well, why do you need it to be Premiere? It's fine. Yeah, really? <laughs> Pay more money for Fireball? Yeah. Jeez, on, what is it? Like a lifetime membership to Star Trek Online? I'm going to put some <laughs> cinnamon in that cheap bourbon I bought. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Hey, there's a difference between a mixed drink with cinnamon in it and a bottle that contains cinnamon in your in your liquor. It's like the cinnamon challenge, but with bourbon. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it kind of is. Todd, what I want you to do is take a few shots of Fireball and then take a few cinnamon challenge. At least what they did with the with the Star Trek booze, they put decent booze in those bottles. They better because they cost an arm and leg. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious about. There are other flavors, and I want, I want, I want to know more. Well, since so, they're leading off with this original bottle, I'm sure they're just putting all their eggs in this basket. They'll get to other flavors depending how this one does. Yeah. But what you flavors. you mentioned a name in that list? Yes, that was just like it was so it was so funny because one thing I forgot to mention almost a month ago, I got oh. my latest nights at the dinner table, and uh, the the crew of the comic had gone to Gary Con. Ah, that's their Gen Con, not the comic. Yeah, uh, Gary Con is in Lake Geneva. It kind of takes place where they had the original Gen Con that Gary Gygax uh, and the TSR guys organized. It was sort of like the beginning of role-playing game conventions and stuff. And and it was recreated to uh, 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 like a decade ago, and it's very old school. This is OG gaming, right? And Barbara Blackburn, Jolly Blackburn, who's the creator of KODT, his wife was talking about working the booth there. Well, they were right next to, and I forgot the name of the the company, but it's a company that makes all sorts of little gaming add-ons. And she talked about Todd Stashwick showing up. Everybody, Todd Stashwick is Captain Shaw from Discovery. Oh, he's a cool guy. Strange New Worlds. Was it Strange New Worlds? Strange New Worlds. No, okay. Picard. No, Picard. 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 Yeah. Picard. Yeah. Picard. Picard. He's Space Nine. He's super good. Yeah. He, and super nerdy. This yeah. man is so nerdy, he was at... Captain Shaw was at Gary Con, which <laughs> I love is the guy. OG RPG history. That I totally forgot to mention it. I've been forgetting to mention it, but you mentioned him as... Participating yes. Yes, in yes. Faster Purple Worm. It it, it, it it really was very, very cool to For hear. For people who aren't clear, Captain Shaw was the guy in Picard's uh, Season 3 who was the captain of the Titan A, who was kind of an asshole, but then turned around. Commanding officer over 7. Yeah. Imagine that guy, nerdy as us. Yes. There <laughs> it is. Even yeah. more so. I mean, man. Well, well we've set a high bar. Um, <laughs> I have a tangential... Relationship with Matthew Lillard. He was also uh, an alumni of Fullerton College and, in fact, often names Gary Crinky. One of the instructors there is like his, the guy that turned him around from being just a dweeby, you know, nerd guy to being somebody who called him out on his bullshit and said, you know, you actually have some talent. You might want to use it. And so, yeah, so they always trot Matthew Lillard out at Fullerton College, uh, big to-dos. Him and uh, Chris Williams. Um, 
so, are so, so you're giving me an almost Andy story. Right I am now. giving you an almost Andy story. <laughs> yes. did, you meet, did you meet him or no? I have been in the same room with him. <laughs> <laughs> Very much but I have done story. shows with Black Lightning. I have done shows I, with I, Gus Williams. Yeah, I I went to Northwestern like two years after Julia Louis Dreyfus graduated. I <laughs> saw uh, Margot Robbo, Robbo, Robbie, Robbo, Robbie, Robbo, Robbie, Robbo, Robbie, Robbo, Robbie, on TV. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at a bunch of pictures of Matthew Lillard, and if he's not dressed as Shaggy, I can't recognize the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he's really good, actually, in The Descendants. I sat next to uh, Fact Check Andy. Ooh. Well, there you go. well Fact Check Andy is like the Kevin Bacon of the Geek universe. Shock. You know? Of Geek That is kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you can... You, I, I think if you... Uh, with us establishing our connection to Andy, we're five degrees away from everybody. That's a good point. Except Prigozhin, who oh uh, come <laughs> on, who <laughs> is five steps from no one. Come out. <laughs> it's a callback, folks. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a red light, green light. I don't believe I wrote any of these. You didn't. You did not. I can wow. on that. You know, that insider shit. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> All right, I bring this meeting at Done the Right Productions to order. I got four more pitches here. We can only green light one of them. Each one of you gets a green light vote and only one. One or more of these may be fake. Your titles are The Bondsman. Have a Merry Day, Foley's Festive Santa Slam, Gene Simmons' House of Horrors, or Marie Tussaud. There's your choices. Wait, that sounded like three names. Sounded like eight names. Like, go back over. <laughs> Put a comma in there. Well, I'm a sure vocal we'll comma? <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear all of the pitches as they come. Wow, Just pay attention way to, to the kiss show. the host's ass, Steve. There's some brilliance in that mind There's over there. There's also some brown on his nose. <laughs> this, this, is, this is the uh, agent provocateur that wrote one of the last ones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll start with the bondsman. Kevin Bacon is set to star in a new project for Blumhouse Television. It's titled The Bondsman, and it's been ordered straight to series at Amazon Prime Video. It centers, quote, on Hub Halloran, played by Bacon, a backwoods bounty hunter who comes back from the dead with an unexpected second chance at life, love, and a nearly forgotten musical career, what? only to find that his old job now has demonic new twist, and he must now hunt the undead, unquote. It's an idea from Granger David, who wrote the script and will also executive produce. Eric Olson will serve as showrunner and executive producer. Jason Blum, also a producer on the project. Amazon has ordered eight half-hour episodes, and production on the series begins after the writer's strike is over. How do you feel about Blumhouse's The Bondsman? I feel like I'm going to like it more than R.I.P.D. Mm. That's well, that's a high bar. That's a... I feel like it's so good, I don't believe it. You know, I saw R.I.P.D. two. It, I, I didn't even, I didn't even finish it. Mm. Uh, I there I is an R.I.P.D. two. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's straight from, crap. It starts a guy from Burn Notice. Oh, 
playing. It's a prequel. Oh, he's playing the. Um, the it's like a westerny kind of. He's playing what the hell's like, uh, who was the He's guy? playing some dude I don't care about because it, it was terrible. I walked out of it. Yeah, he's playing okay. the Jeff Bridges character as a young um, man. Uh, Kevin Bacon. Yep. I like. Blumhouse TV. I yep. like it. I like. You know, so right up there. I um frankly, um, even before the demonic twist, I was like, I mean, I don't know. You know. I mean, it sounds like it was written specifically for Kevin Bacon. The music career, the blah blah blah. Yeah, really, yeah, there's yeah. that, right? Yeah. So you know, <laughs> after after the Christmas special, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, I I would watch anything with him now. He was the what, the what Christmas special? The Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, because oh, what you good. said was the Gabba Gabba Hey. Well, jeez, I was well, you know, Andy, I was on board decades before you because I don't watch anything with Kevin Bacon after Tremors. There you go. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is good. All right, so we got that. Uh, next up, we have uh, Peacock is releasing a new holiday series this year through their WWE license. Have a Merry Day. Foley's Festive Santa Slam follows the legendary former pro wrestler Mick Foley as he embarks on a nationwide quest to turn lackluster mall Santas into the embodiment of Christmas magic. Who wrote this thing for Paul? He's not on the show. <laughs> With his trademark enthusiasm and a larger-than-life personality, Foley brings his unique approach to Santa training, infusing the spirit of professional wrestling into the journey. Through laughter, heartwarming transformations, and entertaining exercises, Foley guides the Santas toward embracing the true essence of Christmas, spreading joy, and creating unforgettable experiences for children and families. Join Foley on this merry and uplifting journey as he brings holiday cheer and transforms Santa's one merry day at a time. So what do you think about Peacock's Have a Merry Day, Foley's Festive Santa Slam? The only thing that would bore me more than this is actual sports. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, that you said it best. What, what's the list of our wrestling fan fans? Who wrote this? Pat? Jake? Well, it's a Christmas thing. I'm thinking Matt Spaulding. But, yeah, uh, it could be Spaulding, maybe. Maybe even Aussie Matt, Jeffy. The, the list is endless. <laughs> no. I, my, my brain hurts just from listening to that. I'm thinking like, would I? One of those would I rather's, and I'm and I'm coming up with something with windshield wiper fluid in my eye. I'm like, I don't. I, I'm trying to find the right words, but you get the idea. I would, I don't want to watch this. I would rather stick a sharp stick in. Barry's eye. I would rather that too. You would do that rather than a lot of things. Yes. So it's different. My bar is very high. When I say I'd rather stick a red hot poker in my eye than watch this, it's a bad thing. When I say I would rather stick a red hot poker in your eye, I would enjoy that. See, that's where you and I are different. I've only got one good one. (laughs) Is that the bar right there? Is that it? Is that the bar? You fuck you? I'm sorry, you, you were saying something? Oh, I've only got one really good eye left, so let's not poke any six around my eyes. Which one? Uh, not <laughs> yeah, which one, Andy? Almost got him, almost got him. <laughs> He's looking at his eye. Staring at Andy. The one that doesn't have vitreous fluid in it. That's the okay. good one? That's the bad one. Uh, whatever. Yeah, what? that, you know what? Whatever. I'm, I'm not going to watch this thing. I'm not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to green light it, that's for sure. No. Next up, Gene Simmons is developing a TV series adaptation of his comic book, Gene Simmons' House of Horrors. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) Which he wrote. Uh, Simmons shared, quote, for me, 
Nothing touched Twilight Zone. The acting, the writing, all that stuff. The slasher and the blood guy. I much prefer psychological horror. It bears noting that some of the most horrific movies like Psycho, you never actually really saw flesh being That's pierced by a Simmons. knife. It's good. <laughs> it was all in your head. Unquote. The description of the comic, which was published in 2007, reads, You knock at the door of the old mansion up on the hill, and who answers? Your host, none other than Gene Simmons beckoning you inside. The door slams shut. You try to run, but it's too late. You've entered the home of Simmons Comics Group, and there is no turning back. Unquote. So what do you think of Gene Simmons' House of Horrors? Well, that is horrible. That's horrible, yeah. The only thing that would bore me more <laughs> would be S- F- Mikey was Santa. Sl- no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. I did anyone ever read the Gene Simmons? You know, it's going to be a bunch of self-referential bullshit. Well, of course. He's about so fucking chicks. The tongue monster. Wow. My thing. My thing is, I just, I just don't like that line. You know, the, he's talking about a horror comic, and then he talks about all in your head. It's like comics. It's supposed to be on the page. It, uh, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. It's funny because Gene Simmons' House of Horror actually, I think, conceptually, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's a thing there. But, it sounds like an SNL routine. But <laughs> what he, just his quote, I'm like, eh, this isn't grabbing me. Yeah. I just am wondering if Shannon Tweed's involved at all. Anyway, he was that, proud that of was, himself with that one. He was. He yeah, had that, a little, that was a very uh, Andy one. A, a self. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's very a very self congratulating smirk he had. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's Andy to the core. <laughs> For those that don't know, Shannon Tweed is Gene Simmons' longtime girlfriend, wife. Wife. Now they finally got married. They got married in 2011. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shannon Tweed uh, did a very long series of softcore porn movies. So if you stayed up late at night and watched Skinamax or like tried to get do that thing where you could do between two channels <laughs> yeah, and do, get the free do the, Skinamax. Do the scrambled on TV. Yeah, those that scrambled tit you saw, probably Shannon Tweed. <laughs> so there you go. And finally, Marie Tussaud. Andy Serkis is set to showrun and direct a series about Marie Tussaud, the French artist known for her wax sculptures and the world-famous museum Madame Tussauds. The series is titled Madame and is described as an epic, compelling period show that will, quote, shed light on this ruthless yet pioneering businesswoman who built her business starting in 18th century Paris during the Age of Enlightenment, the French Revolution, and the Reign of Terror before traveling to England. This is no straight-up period drama. It's a hilariously crazy, no-holds-barred, anarchic punk caper conjured from the curiously twisted mind of a fabulously post-truth executioner's daughter. Marie knows one thing very clearly. If you're going to tell her your own life story, make it entertaining, even if you have to make it up. Whatever happens, cut out the boring bits, unquote. Antarctic? Yeah, it takes place in no, South an- Pole. No, Antarctic. An- Antarctic. 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 Yeah, yeah, go. go back and <laughs> listen. Not, to not Antarctic. Go Antarctic. back and listen to what he actually no, said. No, I heard Antarctic. <laughs> and, but the, so Antarctic was close. close. I forget. I get it. That's cold. Circus <laughs> 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 has well. directed films such as Mowgli, 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 The Legend of the Jungle, and Venom, Let There Be Connage. 
What do you think of Marie Tussaud? It's the only one that has any wisp of interest. I mean, yeah. especially if you're going you know, postmodern with it, then that's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> High praise indeed. Yes. So there you have it. Bondsman, Santa Slam, Gene Simmons, and... Marie Tussaud, what, what's, uh, what's your thoughts? What's your green light? Uh, let's start with you, Andy. I like the Kevin Bacon one, although the Marie Antoinette one, no, not Marie Antoinette, uh, Marie Tussaud one. <laughs> Sounds uh, fun, too. But Marie uh, Antoinette's House of Wax. Yeah. I'm, afraid the Kevin Bacon, I'm afraid the Kevin Bacon one is fake, but I, I will go with the Kevin Bacon one. All right. Uh, Biggs, what do you think? Yeah, I'm hoping that the wrestling one is, is not fake and that we didn't just shit all over somebody else's... Uh, Pitches, bitches, but uh, ugh. Um, <laughs> yes, between the Kevin Bacon and the Marie Tussauds. Oh, it's a hard one. I'll go. <laughs> That's what Shannon Tweed said. Hey, uh, how are you? Wow. That... You know what? I think Kevin Bacon's deal is going to get enough votes. I'll go with the Marie Tussauds. All right. Vlog, what's your vote? Ooh, it's it's a tough one between the Kevin Bacon one and the Marie Tussauds. I think I would enjoy both. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna vote for the for the Tussaud one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kirsten. Steve, you dick. <laughs> I, was that one of the votes? I, I think that was That's a vote. my vote. I'm oh, if that vote. if I can vote for that. Yeah. Um oh, I okay. my tits. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna uh, grab those. Yeah. Wrestling. Oh, hey, I have no hello. I have no interest in the wrestling thing. Um and then the uh other thing I just wasn't really interested in. The other in. thing? Yeah, the I, thing with the stuff. I I, I don't that, even... I assume that's Simmons. Uh, yes, okay. Simmons. And like I said, you know, you give me just the title, I'm like, ooh. But, you know, the more you read, I was like, meh. And uh, to so, yeah, that could be kind of cool, but um, I'll defer to, I, you know, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. You know, get that yeah. guy some work. I feel like the Tussaud one would come off the same way The Great came off. Did you watch that yet? Mm-mm. Dude, get on it. It's fucking amazing. What is the great? Uh, like, uh, oh, uh, Alex. Uh, uh, no, Alex Catherine the Great? Catherine the Great. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. And yeah. I think that's how it's going to come off. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Okay, that's been on my radar. Oh, so. God, watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to vote Kevin Bacon. Bondsman. That gives us a tie. That means we have to green light two of them. So Woo-hoo! we're going to vote uh, Madame and the Bondsman. Uh, which of these do you think are fake and will go in the same order, Andy? I'm afraid it's Kevin Bacon one. The other ones sounds too stupid to be. They're so stupid they have to be real. Biggs. Well, like I said, I hope it's not the wrestling one, but that is probably the fake one. I'll say the wrestling one is the fake one, but it, it, now I feel guilty about shitting all over it. But ugh. <laughs> it's not like you're making fun of puppies. Come on. Yeah, I'll make fun of puppies. <laughs> Vlog, what puppy you think's fake? Uh, I, the Gene Simmons one is so stupid. Someone would actually give money to that because mm-hmm. they gave money to another series, much like that, about him and his wife or whatever. I forget what it was. What? But Family yeah, Jewels. Family Jewels. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was crap. They gave money to that. They'll give money to this. But the wrestling one, way too stupid. No, that's fake. Kirsten. 
Yeah, I want to say the wrestling one because uh, I kind of agree with Barry. I mean, the Gene Simmons. Ugh. And, you know, uh, Steve, don't feel – it could be when – not all of these are they're cooking up their dream ideas and no, sending them true. in for us. <laughs> yes. I'm going to amend my vote. I think the Gene Simmons one's fake, too. Oh. oh. You know why? You know why? Because uh, 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 they're doing the sack after strike, and they're going to be real judicial with what they're going to green light. Well, will they? <laughs> wow. I'm hoping. Much I'm putting, faith this I'm man I'm putting has. a little faith. You know what? I'm got, uh, uh, Barry's inspired me. It doesn't have to just be one. I'm going to go with wrestling and uh, uh, Gene Simmons. Both fake. Here we go. It's going to be Bondsman. Wait, is this a... Do you think the Gene Simmons one? Because you think he will break the strike? He'll, 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 he'll cross the line? What? No, it's the fake that, one. I don't think anything oh, will cross okay. any line. Okay. I don't know what Barry was talking yeah, about. Yeah, only Kim Kardashian's going to cross the line. I, I was yeah. just yeah. rolling. I was just rolling with it. <laughs> <laughs> there is only one fake one this week, and it was sent to us by Jake Godbold. Oh, you magnificent bastard, Jake. And it is, have a merry day, full as fest, full as festive oh. Santa slam. <laughs> okay, really? well, it's Jake, so I don't feel so bad for Congrats. <laughs> Congratulations, Jake, for coming up with something so stupid it's had to be real. Are they really doing that stupid Gene Simmons? So, yes, the Bondsman, Gene Simmons, House of Horrors, and Marie Tussauds are in some sort of development. Okay. Although with the strike, yeah, who knows? Yeah, some sort of development means some sort of development. I, Two I, out of three ain't bad. Yeah. I, I, I just, I love it, Steve. It's yeah. Please, folks, don't send in your dream project that you... You really hope happens and is the apex of your creativity. We will shit all over we it like will... we shat all over yes. all C-Matt stuff once before. <laughs> and I felt bad for it for half a second. I don't like feeling bad for half a second. <laughs> That's a half a second Barry could have, you know, used trashing something else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. It, it... <laughs> Steve, the <laughs> guilt. That's, that, the wrestling thing is so incredibly yeah. dumb. Who in the hell? Who in the... I don't Paul. see Jake... Well... Paul uh, yeah. Carl. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, seriously. Paul and fucking thing. Carl with your wrestling. Fuck yeah. Off. And, uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. give me one of those gutter butts. You're... Right. <laughs> and by gutter butts, he means the Andy. candy cigarettes that someone, Kirsten, smashed like a jerk when I got up. No, I, I wasn't the least bit like a jerk. I think I smashed very authoritatively. It was very yes. hulkish. With yeah. intent. It was like a boss. Yes. You're a terrible human being. Well, coming you. from you. Leon gave me those. <laughs> I know. You bastard. You bastard. I, I, uh, no, I'm not feeling bad. Oh, yeah, You're talking yeah. to the wrong guy. Steve's, <laughs> Steve's over there. See, this is how we treat our fans. You know, big shits all over Jake Goswold's thing. Uh, you get a gift, and Kirsten breaks it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Andy, he he just shows up. I'm here. I'm good. <laughs> all, all I need is my beauty and my tits. And if you have a pitch that you dare send us, write to us. Comments at geekshotpodcast.com. Put pitches, bitches in the headline. And uh, you can also join in this game of... F fool the goofs. Yeah, just don't send your dreams, folks. Don't. <laughs> send your dreams. Send your, send your dream send house. Them. Yeah, send your nightmares. 
Send your Barbie dream house. <laughs> Send me everything that you think your life is worth, and I will judge it <laughs> harshly. Mm. <laughs> and if you think us doing a free show is just just way too below us, you can always join our Kofi, ko-fi.com slash geekshock. Totally below us. <laughs> <laughs> And you can see all the different tiers of things you can get for each to the tiers. And I want to thank our tier one members right now. Uh, King Vault, Mr. Sticky Pants, Eraserhead, Diggs McSmigs, A. John B., Matthew Bates, Gil, Froyog, Soft Serve, Mr. Dumbledave, Scully, Multiverse Tonight, Jacob Flora, Sour Mandy D., Mandy, Scoopatron, Richard Bruins, Ambivalent Hoax, Chad Wilson, Hylian Scoop, and Sir Chomps. And, of course, our tier four I members. want to say something about Sir Chomps. Okay. Feel- Nothing. I'm just picking you out of the crowd, dude. I'm sorry. Hey. Thank you. <laughs> a theme at the end of the show. <laughs> and our tier four members, Dave T, uh, sorry, Deb T, David Farrar, I kind of married those two, and J.R. Conkle, and our tier five members, Jeff Harris, Ozzy Matt, Mad Martron, Glumley, and Atomic Gumby, and a big thank you to Eraserhead, who just joined our tier five, Yay! tier one. Thank you so much Eraserhead. for supporting the show. And even if you don't support the show, thank you for listening. You're the reason why we do this in the first place. You're awesome. Thank you. Eraserhead, I smoke, I, and I mean eat, this candy cigarette for you. For those who are not patrons, you know, just uh, you know, give us a shout out, yell out, and the rest of you just rattle your jewelry. Rattle your rattle. Rattle your jewelry. No, don't rattle your jewelry. I, I, I tell def- other I, people I, about us and, and review us and shit. I, I have to defer to Kirsten as the Andy trans as the Andy whisperer. What did he say? I don't know. Oh shit! It's a Beatles he's grown reference. beyond it's a Beatles us. Reference where he's talking to the to people in the front row and saying to them, "Just rattle your jewelry." He's just okay. saying. I'm it. old. <laughs> Until next the week, Beatles I am, are a band. I am Master Torgo, Commander K, Short Hair Vlog, Old Fact Check Dandy, and Professor Biggs. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek and Kofi members. Stay tuned for AfterShock. Ooh. Ooh. You know, there's an aftershock that was recorded for episode 701 that I got to get off my ass and put up on the uh, web. But uh, it's a good one because people been drinking. Yeah, oh. you want to join up Kofi for that for sure. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> there you yeah. go. And if you're not familiar, aftershock is a little bit more geek shock uh, for our Kofi members. So uh, join a Kofi because yes. every mem- every tier gets a gets attached to that. Basically, yeah. Todd decided he doesn't stay up late enough, so he has to do more recording. <laughs> and is it, we don't have any news. We just it's completely on We just pick on Andy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, it's okay. I can get I can get by with my tits. <laughs> Man, Andy's really. I don't know if I want to use the term mastered, but he's certainly come to terms with the whole leaning in philosophy. Yeah. When uh, something's at his expense. Oh no, dude, that's. That's a survival mechanism. Yeah. You lean into it. I was always—I'm shorter than all you fucks, and I got picked yeah, on it. We for know. It. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I know you know. You look literally down upon me. You tall fuck. You know, years ago, <laughs> you tall ago. drink of ass. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Barry. You've accepted that well. <laughs> yeah. You accept it. You lean into it, and it's fine. Years ago, I watched uh, Jeff wincing every time. Uh, Paul would give him Vagitac shit. So I learned and I leaned into Ludmella and I've leaned into everything since. Yeah. <laughs> and and the, it's so weird how they love you for leaning into Ludmilla. Even Ludmilla le- loved you for leaning into her. <laughs> well, you know, it, it, it takes some leverage.